Hello and a warm welcome. I'm Armin Trost, professor at the Furtwangen University in Germany. And this is my series on human resources strategies, a real master course for advanced HR students, professionals and executives. This series is available on YouTube and on all podcatchers like iTunes or Spotify. All slides that support this series are available on my website. For more information, please read the description to this YouTube or podcast. I'd also like to refer to my book, Human Resources Strategies, available at most online bookstores. So, again, thanks for listening have fun and gain valuable insights into the fascinating world of HR strategies. Hello and welcome back. When you look into any kind of company, maybe your company, you will find different functions. Right? You will find marketing, maybe, production, sales, IT, purchase, HR, um, accounting, finance, and so on. Okay. And the question I would like to discuss with you now is, which functions and roles are more relevant and challenging for your business and HR than others, right? That's, that's the point here. So we could look at this problem also from a different angle. So let's be more specific, okay? So let's assume for a moment that you have a budget of 100 euro or dollar or, or whatever, right? And now you're supposed to share this 100 units among the different functions for, let's say, recruiting, right? How would you share this amount of money? Would you equally share this amount among marketing, purchase, production, IT, HR, and so on, equally? How would you act if it would be about learning? You would like to invest in learning, and now you have 100 euro left, lucky person, 100 euro left. Uh, and you share this 100 euro among different functions. For learning purposes, would you share this amount of money equally so that marketing gets the same amount as accounting, the same account as purchase, same account as production, same account as HR, and, and so on? Would you do so? No, probably not. It would make absolute no sense. Yeah, This would be a peanut butter principle. Treating all the same. You better differentiate. And this is what I would like to talk with you about in this particular episode. And, and I really think, I, I believe, I'm convinced, <laughs> really, that this kind of prioritization, this kind of differentiation between different functions and roles is a key part of any HR strategy. Strategy also means to focus to focus on what is most critical because you have limited resources. So you better do something that pays off the most. Okay? So, 
Let's go. Have a closer look in and how you can do this. And um, for those of you who just listen to this episode uh, via podcast, the next minutes will require some level of imagination because what I'm talking about is a portfolio, which is really essential here. But I will guide you through this stepwise so that you can imagine it. Okay, so we start with a two-dimensional portfolio. Two-dimensional, meaning you have a horizontal axe and you have a vertical axe. Okay, so let's start with a horizontal axe. The name of the horizontal axe that goes from left to right is what we name strategic relevance. Strategic relevance could be low, left side, or high, right side. So, when we now differentiate our various functions or roles, some are more on the left side with low strategic relevance and some might be more on the right side, high strategic relevance. So, what does that mean? If a function is of high strategic relevance, that means that being good in this function has a significant effect on the competitive advantage of a company. And its future success. While on the left side, low strategic relevance, I mean, this would be not so much the case. On the left side, low strategic relevance, you need good people, suitable people, motivated people. For functions which are of high strategic relevance, you better have the best possible people. When you need the superstar somewhere, then better on those functions which are of high strategic relevance because much performance there can have a significant, sometimes dramatic effect on business success. Let's have some examples, okay? So, let's think of a pharmaceutical company. And this pharmaceutical company has its competitive advantage in innovation. They want to be innovative bringing new products to the market can heal any kind of cancer, for instance. Yeah. So you better have the best scientists you could get. Yeah. Research and development is a key function in almost all companies that differentiate themselves against their competitors based on innovation. So in this pharmaceutical company, you better have the best scientists, while in most other functions, accounting, logistics, production, you have good people, right? Good people, okay? Or let's assume you are um, a discounter, okay, in retail, and, and, and your differentiation against the competitors is that you, you offer products at the most cheapest price, I mean, that's your promise to the client saying, well, come to us, buy in our store, you get the nice products at the best price. That's your promise. That's your purpose. So it would really not pay off to have the best cashiers in the world. Really not have good cashiers, have motivated cashiers, of course. But what you should have in this particular case is you better have the best purchasers you can get. Because through purchase, you can negotiate with the suppliers. And through strong 
negotiation. You can achieve the best possible price that you can, from which the, the clients then can benefit. Okay? If you, if, if your company is about branding, if your competitive advantage is to have the best brand in the world, everybody knows you, everybody loves you, if this is, if this is your strategy, you better have the best possible marketeers in your company. Okay, you see it? So depending on your purpose, depending on your competitive advantage, different functions are of high strategic relevance. And if a function is of high strategic relevance, you better have the best possible people there. While in all the other functions, you, you might have good people, okay? Because you need them. Okay. This is strategic relevance. And again, in our picture, which I want you to imagine, this axis goes from left, low strategic relevance, to right, high strategic relevance. Okay, so let's now turn to the vertical axis. The vertical axis, axis is named talent availability. Talent availability. So now again, you can look at different functions or roles Yeah, like um, marketing, purchase, accounting, software development, uh, production, and so on. And for some functions, talent availability is very high or still high. What does that mean? It's easy to find people in the labor market because they are available. Okay? So it's very simple when it comes to recruiting. While for other functions, it's incredibly hard to find people because of low talent availability, right? I know a lot of companies that are desperately looking for software developers, I mean, because of digitization and so on, right? And they constantly are looking for, for software developers, but, but they are hard to get because there aren't many out there, right? So talent availability in this case is low and and please don't be confused in our picture that i want you to imagine high talent availability is on the bottom high talent availability at the bottom and low talent availability on the top of the picture okay please please imagine this so now here comes a third dimension And the third dimension refers to the demand, the demand, pretty much the external demand. So that becomes very essential when it comes to, to recruiting, but also development. Demand means, um, a big demand means that you constantly are looking for many people for the same function. So a good example is if, if you are hiring every year many truck drivers, Demand is big. But if for another function you are hiring a person, one person every three years or so, then demand is small. And we indicate the demand in our picture with the size of circles. So we draw circles in our portfolio, okay? And the bigger the circle, the bigger is the demand. This is now essential. So every circle represents a specific function. And if the circle is big, means big demand. Is it small? Small demand. Okay, so with that in mind, 
we now can position different functions in our portfolio. Okay, so let's talk some examples through. So maybe there is a function, maybe production or something like this, or accounting, where, yeah, talent availability is pretty high. You know? So we are at the bottom of the picture, right? Availability is high. Strategic relevance is low, meaning you don't need the best, you just need the good. Well, this is one case, okay? So now let's look at the really opposite case. An opposite case is where demand is very low. You just need one person maybe every three years. But this person is incredibly hard to get, meaning talent availability is low. The circle is on the top of our picture. You do not just need a good You need the best because this position, in this case we talk about a position, strategic relevance is extremely high. So you have a small circle on the top right-hand side of our portfolio, right? And, and now you, you can really, you, you already see the difference. I mean, for instance, talent acquisition, recruiting for such a key position, is a completely different story than the previous case, for the previous case, where the availability is high and you don't need the best. Yeah? Recruiting is completely different, as we will see in a further episode. So sometimes you have a very big demand, a constant big demand. So circle is big, okay? And sometimes you not only have a big demand, but the availability is low. So I know a lot of companies who are looking for a lot of truck drivers. Yeah? And constantly, but they're very hard to get. So big circle yeah, at the top of the picture because low availability But you don't need the best. You don't need the best truck drivers in the world. You just need good one. Okay. So the circle is more on the left-hand side, right? So it's another example. Or you know, many hospitals uh, in Europe, I can tell, they are desperately looking for nurses constantly. They every year they hire significant amounts of nurses, and nurses really are very hard to get, very hard to be hired. So, so again, this is just a case where you, such a case where you have a big demand, low availability, and you don't need the best nurses. You need good nurses. Okay. Um, well, what we also find sometimes, and this is again a special case, is, is where you, you need one person, a specialist for something. Not the best one, just a good one. Right. So strategic relevance is low. Left side in the picture. Very hard to get. Low availability, top of the picture. Just a single demand, just one position. So, small circle. Again, this is a very special case. And, of course, we have many others. So, what I really want you to encourage to do is an, an, an analysis like this. So, in your company, you look at the different functions and roles, right? You think of what is the demand in the future, Uh, is the availability low or high? Is strategic relevance high or low? And then you sort these different functions as circles in your picture 
in this portfolio. And, and, and when you have done this, you have a very, very good overview about where your critical functions are. So when we look at such a portfolio, we differentiate between two different types of functions. That, that might sound a little bit academic, but, but here are two very important terms come into play. The first one is bottleneck function and the other one is key function. Bottleneck function and key function. So let me explain these two terms. Um, what is a bottleneck function? A bottleneck function simply is a function where you have a big demand and which is hard to be filled and replaced because of low availability. Okay? So my truck driver example was one. The nurses was one. Right? This is what we name a bottleneck function. Big demand, low availability. And when we think of our, our picture, of our portfolio, we can simply say that all those circles which are on the upper half and which are big, yeah, these are bottleneck functions. Okay? And beside bottleneck functions, there are also key functions. A key function is a function with high strategic relevance. Full stop. Okay? If a function is of high strategic relevance, meaning you need the best, on those functions you have a significant impact on the competitive advantage of a company, then we name it a key function. So, talking about our picture, all those circles, all those functions which are on the right side and the right half are named key function. It does not matter whether the demand is big or small. It does not matter whether talent availability is low or high. If a function is of high strategic relevance, we name it a key function. Please take this home. This is a, this is a very important term in HR. Right, so bottleneck and key function. So, really, I mean, if if you are an HR executive, and I ask you, hey, what are your two or three bottleneck functions, and you don't have a clue, uh, I would really question your capabilities. I'm sorry if I'm a little bit uh, rude or so in this moment, but 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 I mean that's such a fundamental thing. It's like when you when you ask a salesperson who are your key clients you better know right you better know so what are your key functions in your organization you better know because because whatever you do in HR you better focus on the key function and if you if you don't know what your key functions are how could you be focused how do you share the budget How, where do you put on your on which on what do you focus your 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 efforts and your resources and your attention first? That's all really. I mean, that's so so essential. And and really, I I, I cannot imagine any HR strategy without such a kind of 
classification or prioritization of various functions i mean of course this is this is sometimes not so easy to be done and i will i will explain in the in the in the next 10 or 15 minutes uh, what what you what you uh, have to think of uh, it, it's not so easy and and sometimes you are wrong with your estimation but but having at least done this exercise of classifying and prioritizing different functions that's already of high value significant value Okay, so now let's have a closer look at the key functions. And I would like to start with the key functions. And, and you know, the thing is, it, it's, this is the dimension which is, which is most difficult, the strategic relevance. And mm, let me share with you one additional idea on this. Um, let's look at the relation between performance the people demonstrate in a certain function and the added value to the company. Now that sounds a little bit uh, academic, but you know imagine this yeah the higher the performance, the higher the added value. I mean it's clear. The more somebody, the, 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 the higher somebody performs, a single employee maybe, the higher is the outcome. I mean, that's simple, okay? So, okay. For most functions, as for instance in production or, or in sales, the higher your performance, the higher is the added value, right? And if somebody performs 20% more than the others, then the added value is 20% more than, than of the others. So it's proportional. The higher the performance, the higher the added value. And this is the case for most functions. Okay? A proportional linear relation between performance and outcome. For key functions, this is completely different. And that's maybe the, the academic explanation of, of a key function. For a key function, the relation between performance and added value for the company is exponential. So it's not that the higher the performance, the higher the added value. It could be that if somebody performs extremely well in a key function, then the added value is traumatic. I mean... Let's get back to our example of a pharmaceutical company. You just need one scientist, or let's say a team of scientists, that in the right moment have the right idea and are capable enough to translate this idea into a product. I mean, imagine this. Having the right idea in the right moment can boost revenue and overall success of a company. So uh, that, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, so in, which, in which functions in your company can you really have this dramatic impact on business success? Only in key functions. And that, that also defines a key function. So, so you can also ask yourself, If in a function or on a position 
Would it really make a difference to have a good person versus the best person? In most functions, you will not see a difference. But in key functions, you see a difference. You really see a difference. Having the best purchaser in the world in the purchase department of a discounter, hey, that could make a difference, a dramatic difference. That can save a company. Yeah? While having the best cashier well, <laughs> does not make a difference, right? So uh, that's a very important idea that you might take home. So regarding the key functions, let me add some, some uh, practical advice because based on my experience, there, there is a, still a little bit of confusion. And, and, you know, a typical situation might be that let's say there is an executive board okay and they are sitting together and you have the head of sales the head of R&D the head of IT the head of HR the head of finance the head of whatever right now let's just assume you dare which I would not recommend, <laughs> you dare to ask one question and you ask the question, hey guys, which function of the one present here is of highest strategic relevance? Please, don't dare to ask this question because I tell you what you get. Everybody will ra raise his or her hand. The head of sales will say, well, you know, we are the most critical function because we sell this stuff. We sell the products and, and, and services. That's why sales is of highest strategic relevance. Then the head of production will raise his or her hand saying, well, we produce that things. <laughs> we produce the cars and the refrigerators and the books and whatever. And without our production, you would have nothing to sell. And then comes the, the CIO the head of IT saying, well, okay, well, I'm responsible for the nerve system in, my co in our company, so let me plug off the IT system and you will produce nothing and you will sell nothing. And then comes the CFO saying, hey, guys, come on. Hey, it's all about business, right? It's about money. You want to earn money? So money, that's my domain. So that's why I'm most critical. And then comes the head of HR saying, hey, guys, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you know, People are our most important asset. I mean, you know this sentence. We hear it all the time. People are our most important asset. The people. And hey, guess who is responsible for people? It's HR. So HR. If without the people, you will sell nothing. You produce nothing. You can forget about your nerve system and, 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 and so on. So, and that goes on and on and on. And you know, there are some mistakes in this kind of Of, um, of argumentation. So let me explain a little bit when is a key function really a key function and when it is, is a function not necessarily a key function. So a function is a key function if, and I repeat myself, if the future competitiveness of the company directly depends on it. Okay, that's point number one. I already have explained this. Okay, and 
I already have explained the next point. A, key, a function is a key function if high performance in the function makes a significant or traumatic difference to the company's success. Okay, I already mentioned this one, right? So remember the pharmaceutical company, high performance in R&D can have a significant difference. You need to hire and develop the best, not just the suitable. I already mentioned this one. Huh? A function is a key function if you need to hire and develop the best and not just the suitable. And very often it is the case that a function is a key function if related costs for hiring, development and retention don't really matter. I mean... <laughs> It does not matter when you hire the best possible scientists and you know the future of your company depends on the scientists. It does not matter how much recruiting costs. Right? Take, you, you might take a headhunter, executive search consultancy. You might spend 50,000, 100,000 to hire a person. Okay, go ahead. It will pay off. I mean, I do not talk about compensation here. I talk about just the, 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 the costs for hire, right? And very often a function is a key function if it is on the radar of the CEO. Yeah? Because the CEO in particular is interested in key function because he or she knows the future of the company depends on it. Right? <laughs> And you as the HR executive, you better know who these functions are. Now comes the point. A function is not necessarily a key function if high performance in the function has a big impact on the success of the company but does not relate to its strategy. So it could be that in production, in logistic, in sales, that you have some people who are incredibly good, really, who have really good ideas And these good ideas turn out to be very, very beneficial for the company. Okay, that's good. That's good. But if that happens in production, and I hope that happens everywhere, that does not mean that this function is a key function. Of course, outstanding output, outstanding performance can happen everywhere. And everywhere it can have a, a, a significant effect on the company's success. But a key function is only a key function when it really relates to the company's strategy, right? It, that's important to know, okay? Now comes the, the next point, which is, which, which is very often underestimated. I just, I just mentioned this situation where you ask a lot of executives, okay, who represents? the most critical function in the organization. And everybody argues, okay, if I do not sail, you have a problem. If I do not bring in the people, we all have a problem. If I do not care about finance, we all have a problem. If I do not care about the IT system, we all have a problem. Yes, that's true. <laughs> of course. I mean, we assume that every function in an organization is there because we need it. But... A function is not necessarily a key function if the entire company would suffer when getting rid of it. Okay, that's, that's the important point. It's not the question where you can get rid of it. That's not the point. A function is not a key function just because 
because you would have problem, would face problems if you would not have it. That's not the point. <laughs> we have to think in a positive direction. And this is the mistake number one, which I very often see in practice. And people argue, well, I'm really critical for the organization because if we would not exist, then we all would have a problem. Yes, but that's true for hopefully all function. And, and if there would be no problem when a function would be not there, then get rid of the function. <laughs> I mean, anyway, anyway, yeah. And some companies argue and say, well, just let's look at the pay grades. Let's say, well, all those positions, and now we talk about positions, all those positions are key where salary is high. Yeah, it's a smart idea, but that does not really reflect the fundamental idea of, 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 of key functions. Okay? Also, a function is not necessarily a key function if related positions are hard to be filled from the in or outside. It, it, it's, it's not the, 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 how easy it is to replace a function is, 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 is not a point here. R really not. I mean, what we all also find very often in practice is that some people argue, I need people so desperately, really so desperately, I desperately need the truck drivers. Uh, because then we face problems. And, and then saying, okay, because I need those truck drivers so desperately, the truck driver is a key role. No, it's not. That has nothing to do with, with strategic relevance. Okay? So I know these were a lot of points, uh, but I, I wanted to share these points with you because, as I said, to understand what are the key functions in your organization is, I mean, that's such a fundamental idea and, and I, I want you to get it right. I want you to get it right and, and, and I know that sometimes you have to think twice to understand it, but but uh, it's, it's really crucial. So let's spend the last few minutes uh, looking at bottleneck functions. So as I said, a function is a bottleneck function if its demand is of high volume and hard to be met due to labor market conditions, no? low availability, This is a bottleneck function. No? And this is very often due to, to uh, limited resource of candidates that, that actively looking for jobs, right? Um, bottleneck functions very often are not of strategic relevance. I mean, strategic relevance... Is, does not matter with regards to bottleneck functions. But that does not necessarily mean that bottleneck functions are of low strategic relevance. Really not. It could be that a bottleneck function is also of high strategic relevance. It could be. And then it's both. Then it's a key function and a bottleneck function all in once, <coughs> which, is, which is the nightmare because then you really want to hire the best of the best and you need many of them and they are very hard to get that would mean a real challenge okay very often very often in particular when we look at at multinational international or global organizations we we, we can see that the the demand for specific profiles 
is big in, in, in more than one country. So it could be for a company that in various subsidiaries, in various divisions, you, you're looking for, for software developers, for scientists, for truck drivers. So very often these bottleneck functions are international. And that's, that's essential to know. Uh, and we're going to refer to this when we talk about talent acquisition. Okay. And very often, I mean, for bottleneck functions, you, you are looking for homogeneous target groups, yeah, with comparable profiles. Um, for instance, um, yeah, graduates of me uh, mechanical engineering or nurses uh, or teachers, or so you have homogeneous target groups that you, that you, Uh, want to attract in the labor market. But that's a minor point in this moment. I'm going to refer to this later when it comes to talent acquisition. So I know that this episode was kind of abstract. Yeah, It required uh, some imagination from your side. Um, still hope that you, you understood the fundamental idea right because as i said it's really crucial so next time we're going to talk about the structural and the cultural context well this will be two episodes about this topic well <laughs> and i really look forward to the two so see you then